Hey, y'all out there. This is Bo Billingsley, the voice of Jet Black and the Fourth Raikage. You're listening to The Night Nerd. Stay tuned because all kinds of good things will be happening. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk some history, which is kind of a good thing, because all week we've been talking about the here, the now. Xbox Series X and S came out this week, and it's great. It's wonderful. Uh, Tomorrow's show, I'll talk, like, really dive into what I like about it, some of the features and things. Um, But, you know, Monday, we talked about the on-paper features of the console and some of the games Tuesday, we talked about um, what TV you need for your console, stuff like that. And yesterday, we talked about the Travisham mockery. Um, there's a there's a deep reference for somebody there. Uh, that is Marvel's The Avengers. Apparently, not everything they touch is gold. But to know where you're at, you have to look back where you where you came from. You know, I, I say probably at least once a week. You dance with who who brought you. And we're going to look at the history of the Xbox today. Not just the Series X, but as a whole, the Xbox family. Um, so it all starts, if you go way back to another time called the early 2000s, the late 90s, early 2000s. This was, it does seem like forever ago. Um you had Sony and Sega and Nintendo were your three main companies, and they were making really great systems. You know, they're, I, I'm, I'm sorry, there really hasn't been a bad console from any of them. Uh, I know I'm an anti-Sony person, but, uh, you know, they, they do good stuff uh, to an extent. Well, Sony had announced the PlayStation 2. Now, before the PlayStation 2 was officially announced... Bill Gates had actually gone to Sony and said, "Hey, uh, let, let's Microsoft let Microsoft make some soft some programming software for your PlayStation 2." And they're like, "No, nah, we're we're good. We're gonna do proprietary stuff." Uh, and then they were like, "Oh, PlayStation 2." And not only did they announce the PlayStation 2 and kind of get that little slight to to Bill, but they said, hey, this PlayStation, it's a gateway into the the home entertainment experience. It's going to play CDs and DVDs and just be really awesome and connect to the internet. Even though the Dreamcast, which was launched before that, had online gaming and everything. But, you know, people tend to forget about that. Uh, and so Bill, we're tight like that, so I call him Bill. Bill was like, you know, this is going to take away from computer gaming. People are going to buy these video game consoles because this is when, you know, late 90s video game, that's when they really started getting big, you know, like a multi-million, billion dollar industry. And he was like, you know, this is going to hurt our PC business. So let's make our own Microsoft console. And there were these four engineers. They were a DirectX team. They sat down and started, you know, coming up with ideas and all this stuff. Uh, Funny little side note, a little bit of trivia. 
they called it Project Midway. And it's not because of Midway Games, like you might think, who make some really great classic games, but it's actually for the Battle of Midway, which is when America beat Japan, like, pretty pretty solid in, in World War II. And uh, because the Xbox was the first American-made console since Atari did one back in 1993. Uh, so that's pretty... Uh, I mean... It's interesting, I guess. I don't know if it's cool or not, but it's it's interesting. So they went through, and they're coming up with all this stuff and, like, how to make it and how to make it the best. And they based it a lot on their PCs uh, with that that's coding and software and stuff that the PCs used. Uh, and developers loved it because in the past, to get a, a development kit for Nintendo, Sony, or Sega, you had to get this super expensive kit and you know making stuff for it was was kind of hard even even for these professionals and then xbox comes in and it's like hey here you go Let, let's make it easy for you to make games for us and that's why if you go back and look at the first xbox it had so many crazy titles of every different genre and everything uh it was great you know and it really helped make a splash on the scene and funny, funny thing, when they were doing test naming for it, like Xbox was like, oh, that's just kind of what we're going to call it for now. Something else will score higher. But everybody loved Xbox. So that's where, where we got it from. I mean, at one point it was like the direct Xbox and all, all sorts of stuff. Um, one thing about, about it, though. So by the time we get around to launch, which was November 15th, 2001, I was there. I was at Walmart. I remember it. Uh, waited in line. It, they, they weren't as crazy back then, uh, launches as they are now. But I was there. Got Halo. Everything. It was it was wonderful. the The lifespan lasted till about two thousand nine, so eight years, which is pretty solid. And um, even though they sold a lot, a lot, a lot of systems, like we're talking twenty four million units. They didn't outsell the PS2 because uh, PS2 sold like 100 million units. Part of that is Xbox didn't sell overseas, especially like in Japan and stuff. It didn't sell. People thought it was too bulky. There weren't enough like JRPGs uh, or really RPGs for their taste. Uh, but even with that, like they, they lost a lot of money on this. Um, people think as much as $4 billion were lost on it. Because it costs so much to make, but they wanted it in people's homes. And this is something that we still see to this day. You know, Xbox isn't about how many consoles are sold. It's about who's playing, what you're playing, and how you're playing, and how to bring it all together. Uh, and that that's why I love them. You know, like, they're willing to take chances and gambits and things. So, that was, that was the first one. And it was great and awesome. And I loved it. And... Halo. That's how we got Halo. Which, I will say, everybody's like, oh, well, Halo proved you could do first person on console. Well, GoldenEye proved that. Halo just perfected it, I will say. So then, let's fast forward a few years to 2005. This is when we get the Xbox 360. And, um, one of the things, it came out November 22nd of 2005. One of the things about it everybody's like well 360 where where do you get that name it's so strange and the the way 
we got that name from everything that I've read and heard and stuff is because people are stupid. It launched alongside the PlayStation 3 and the Nintendo Wii, which for up until the 11th hour is called Nintendo Revolution. So instead of calling it the Xbox 2, because if people see an Xbox 2 on the shelf and a PlayStation 3 on the shelf, they're going to automatically assume that the 3 is better than the 2, and that's what they're going to buy. Um, if you don't believe me, look at Burger King's third pound burger. People thought a quarter pounder was more than a third of a pound and put it out of... Uh, yeah, people are, are dumb. And then the 360 is the revolution, you know, a circle, a revolution is a full 360. So that's where we get the 360 from. This system sold really well um, and introduced so many great things like the Kinect. Um, it revolutionized Xbox Live. Xbox Live launched on original Xbox, but on the 360 with the arcade and everything, uh, it is where it really did great. I mean, over 80 million units sold worldwide. Uh, but to put that in perspective, 25 million of that were in the U.S. and 1.5 million were in Japan. So again, not not doing too, too great there. Uh, but the legacy of the 360 is, is pretty high. I mean, people loved a lot of the games that came out on it. And I, I loved it. And what was cool is even within the console life, we got new consoles because you had like the Elite and the Arcade. Um, you had the S and the E. And I have all of those. If you've been watching our Twitch streams and stuff, I have the Halo Reach 360, the box just sitting in the background. Uh, you know, you had different hard drive sizes really adding to that level of customization so you could get what you want. And, of course, we had the Red Ring of Death. Less said about that, the better. Uh, but one thing about it, a lot of people were like, well, why didn't the Xbox have Blu-ray or HD DVD? Well, back in 2005, we didn't know a winner. And I'll admit, I backed HD DVD because they had the two biggest supporters that put VHS over Betamax, and that is Disney and Adult Films. Uh, I know that sounds crazy, but look it up. That, that's what put them over. So, but Xbox, you know, hedged their bets. They had an HD DVD add-on, but, you know, uh, and a lot of people bought a PS3 just because it had a Blu-ray player in it, you know? Five, six hundred dollars for a Blu-ray, and cool. The 360, they kept turning them out and doing everything, up until just 2016, so not that long ago, which is kind of crazy to think about. You know, these consoles have been around for a long, long time. The most recent iteration of the Xbox is the Xbox One. This came out November 22nd, 2013, and really is still kind of going strong. Um, it, again, changed so many things. They wanted this to be your home entertainment system. That's when they had the HDMI out and in. So you could run a pass-through, like your cable box or a PlayStation or whatever. Uh, the Connect, people don't like the Connect for some reason. I think it was kind of ahead of its time. You know, now that we have uh, Series and Alexas and all that stuff, I think voice control 
would be better. Uh, and there are people who did amazing things with Connect, especially they set up two or three of them. Go on YouTube, you can spend hours looking at it. And the the Xbox One was just awesome. And again, we would get updated versions. You get the S and the X. You know, we get 4K gaming, uh, HDR 10 gaming, all this stuff. So many amazing things and so many great controllers because I have all of them. Um, you know, like the Elite controller and everything. And it was just a really wonderful system. And it really did kind of do what I think Microsoft originally set out to do and bring it all in one and have everything right there. Um, and I, I love it. I mean, the Xbox One, the the library, you know, because it's still going strong. Um, the One S, they still do stuff. All the other versions have kind of been discontinued at this point. I mean, you'll still be able to get it some at Christmas probably uh, on the cheap, but the Xbox One is probably, I mean, it's in my top five systems of all time, which most people are like, well, that's not very you know, very high, but if you go back and look at how many consoles have been out there, it's, pretty, it's probably like in the top three, if we're being honest. Um, it's just a great, great console, and I love the Kinect. I used the Kinect. I still use the Kinect, you know, the, the games and stuff, the workouts, dancing, uh, talking to it, everything like that. I, I love, but all of these have paved the way for the Series X. And it, you know, we couldn't be here if it weren't for all of these other ones. So really what started off as Microsoft, Bill Gates specifically, being worried about PC sales has given us one of the most enduring, best-selling, best-performing console families uh, in history. And I think that's awesome. Let me know, though, which one is your favorite Xbox? Is it the original, the 360, or the One? Let me know in the comments here below on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash The Night Nerd. If you want to follow us on Twitch, we're Night Nerd Podcast there. Or you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. I love talking to everybody. It's so much fun, especially it's about Xbox and video games, but... Otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. So excited.